Good afternoon. My name is Ephraim Fink. I'm an attorney partner at Maya Murphy PC in Westport, Connecticut, and I welcome you to episode 11 of Tort Talk. I just wanted to tell all my millions of listeners out there <laughs> that I apologize ahead of time because I believe a couple of earlier episodes may have had some intro music, and one person even said they liked it. And I believe that's when my wife was helping me uh, get these out there. But there's probably not any music with the majority of the episodes because I wouldn't even know where to begin on doing that or what to choose from. In this episode, I would like to talk briefly about intentional torts in our types of claims <clears throat> segment. Not all the accidents or incidents or personal injury type claims come from neglect or dereliction of duty, as we've been talking about. Bar fights, domestic violence, getting hit by a baseball bat, these are unfortunate happenings we associate with criminal behavior, but they can also be the basis of a civil personal injury lawsuit if the injured party has suffered a serious life-impacting harm. Assault and battery exists in both the tort law context and the criminal law context. Assault and battery, respectively, are typically separate offenses. However, they often occur together, and that occurrence is referred to as assault and battery. In an act of physical violence by one person against another, assault is usually paired with battery. Assault refers to an act which causes the victim to apprehend imminent physical harm, while battery refers to the actual act causing the physical harm. Criminal law statutes will sometimes merge the two terms of assault and battery into the one crime of assault. In personal injury tort law, the act of assault and battery would be considered an intentional tort. Often these types of cases are accompanied by a criminal case, as the wrongdoer is charged with first or second or third degree assault. Indeed, in Connecticut, if you are convicted of first degree assault, you face a mandatory minimum of five years in prison. First degree assault carries such serious penalties because it involves injury caused by a gun or another weapon, intent to cause serious bodily harm, aggressive behavior that can result in death or serious harm or disfigurement. It is often advisable to use the outcome of the criminal charges in your favor for the civil case if you're bringing a personal injury lawsuit based on assault and battery or intentional tort like this, because a conviction or a plea by the defendant can be helpful evidence in obtaining a recovery in the civil lawsuit. Remember, those that has to do with the standards, whereas the criminal standard is beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, which is much higher than the preponderance of the evidence standard in civil lawsuits. So when someone is found or pleads guilty to the higher standard, the lower standard in the civil suit is easier to prove. It is also important to remember that insurance policies often have intentional acts exclusions. And therefore, insurance companies will sometimes often disclaim coverage for intentional torts.